Welcome back to another episode of the Think Movie Show. I am your host, Francisco Lopez, and I am joined with Brian Prado and Joey Gonzalez. Yeah, and today um, we're going to be talking about some trailers, um, some stuff with Netflix, and uh, maybe go into a little bit of music and then talking about separating the art from the artist. Can we do that? Is it possible? Um, there could be some gray area there, but um, I guess we're going to start off with the trailers. Um, we all know DC fandom was a couple of days ago, um, and the big trailer that everyone's talking about is the new uh, Batman trailer, Matt Reeves' Batman. Uh, what do you guys think of the new Batman trailer? I loved it. I'm fucking excited. Mm-hmm. Like, really I'm excited. Definitely excited for that film. Yeah. yeah. It's um, it's kind of crazy how, you know, we have a lot of people talking, you know, mostly in the internet and every, you know, everywhere also, but that, you know, superhero movies in general are getting kind of boring and repetitive. Stale. Stale. And then people are like, oh, we're getting another Spider-Man movie. Oh, if we're getting another, you know... Superman movie, another Batman movie. It's like, how many more of these do we need? And oh, let me watch that trailer again. Let me watch that trailer again. Actually, I'm excited. Yeah, this is crazy because when I was, I was already excited because Matt Reeves was attached to direct this movie because of what he did with Planet of the Apes. And um, I was just like, okay, I can't wait for him to just start doing some caesar action shit like what he was doing in that trilogy or like in the last two films and then i saw this trailer and i was like i'm gonna get that and this feels like a david fincher movie where it's like it feels like seven it feels like you know like a mysterious thriller in some ways with the riddler paul dano's riddler um I don't know, man. I am so geeked out. It's been a while since I've been geeked out for a movie like this because of the trailer. Um, what are you thinking, Joey? Uh, I think it looks really good. I get the Watchmen vibe from it. Yeah, the movie, yeah. The movie Watchmen. I get, sounds kind of far-fetched, but like Seven. Yeah, yeah. Seven. seven. Man. I'm excited. Again, like like you were kind of saying, like we heard everyone cast their doubts about Rob Patterson. Oh my gosh. Bad Who did Batman. that? Who? <laughs> there's so everybody. many people. Yeah, there's so many people like, a Twilight dude? I was like, oh my gosh. That's all they know him as, man. The dude yeah. from Twilight. Yeah. And now, yeah, they, he and shows there, up in and, this trailer. And I could, and there were like people on my Twitter who were like, when was Robert Pattinson going to be Batman? Like, they, people still didn't know. Yeah. Like, there were plenty of people who were still, like, shocked that it was him. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. that, you know, this world of, like, film and TV and, you know, this, this like, subculture on Twitter where everyone talks about, you know, trailers and movie news and stuff like that. I don't really think it's to the general public's knowledge because... It's really not. Because, you know, the Justice League trailer came out and me and brian were talking like it's kind of weird seeing ben affleck like i'm assuming a lot of people still think ben affleck is batman um and then they see this trailer where people i'm assuming are like oh my god robert pattinson is batman what this is the first time i've ever heard about this 
and it's just crazy to 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 see two Batmans, you know, like going to be released kind of at the same time or mm-hmm. a year apart. Um, it just it just you know it's really fascinating how you know we're just like all in a little bubble sometimes. It's like everyone just has different timelines, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 right? for sure. We have our everyone like has their own subculture group that they're a part of and not everyone's a part of like film twitter i guess i don't even know if you need to be a part of film twitter to like know that robert pattinson was gonna be batman yeah maybe i guess i guess i mean there's there's a lot of like those uh uh fan made i forgot what they're called but they're like they they'll play like popular music in the back. It's like a fan cam. Oh, fan cam, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they've like put a bunch of fan cams of him like being Batman, and that's how like the general public of Twitter will find yeah. out, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Where it's like, oh my god, he's Batman. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, gets a gets a a huge hit on on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Stan Robert Pattinson. Stan, and it's like. It's just crazy to see how he's come so far as an actor as well. Like, I know Joey always talks about Robert Pattinson and how, you know, people kind of disrespect disrespect him by just calling him the Twilight guy. And it's, it's so sad because he has so many good performances now. Um, he really does. So many good ones. And, like, I guess it's just so frustrating now because people are like, I don't know if he can do this. I don't know if he can do that. And I don't know if you can pull this off and it's like oh man you guys are missing out like he has done this stuff one of my friends said that him and his girlfriend saw a trailer and then when it was over she's like i don't like it i just always think of him as the vampire guy wow no wow no oh it's a good time yeah good time good time is always my go-to recommendation for anyone that wants to see a yeah, a different side of Robert Pattinson. Yeah. yeah, even the lighthouse, the most recent. No, the lighthouse will scare people, dude. That's true. Give that some later. <laughs> <laughs> like down the road. Yeah, that's too. That's too much of a big switch. I think yeah, Good that, Time's perfect. Yeah, Good Time, the Rover. <laughs> um, I haven't seen High Life, but um, I wouldn't recommend. I can't recommend High Life to people. That's a hard watch. <laughs> it's a hard watch. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of all over the place, mm-hmm. or even even on Netflix, The King, where you know he's having fun and shit, but still, I find it to be a good performance. Um, like he's, I think he's proving himself, and so also with Tenet coming out, I know it's coming out in theaters. Um, September outside. Yeah, oh my outside. god! Yeah, outside, I know it's already out in like Europe, some places in Europe, other places like around the world where, you know, COVID hasn't. Or isn't as hard as it is over here, um, so all reviews are already in about that, and people are raving about Robert Pattinson. So, I'm I'm kind of glad that he's getting the recognition that he deserves now. Um, and it, and I, I I forgot he was like in an interview, and they were talking about um, why he decided to do like these big budget movies, and he was like, "Well, they pay," <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, bro!" Like he's been doing like indies for a while. He was like. Yeah, man, I need the money now. <laughs> but hopefully yeah, he can still... he's I think he said he's done with the indie scene for a bit. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
which is which is kind of sad. But at the end of the day, like we'll get to see more Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. and more people will get to see him. Um, He'll be back. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I wanted to talk about the trailer a little bit more. I wanted to talk about Paul Dano. Um, at first, I didn't know that was the Riddler at the very beginning. Yeah, me neither at all. And it is so menacing. It reminds me, like, I was excited for this with Paul Dano. Like, is he going to play, like, Prisoners-esque type Paul Dano? And I think he is. Like, the voice throughout the trailer, it's so deep and shit. I'm assuming he is going to be that menacing, here's a hint, Batman. I'm, like, always two steps ahead of you. And I want to see Batman just, like, figure shit out, you know? It's always been Batman, like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to beat you up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I want him to be like tested, like mentally. You know, yeah, everyone's calling this Batman emo Batman. How do you feel about that? And why? Why are they calling him emo Batman? Like, you think it's because of that last frame? It, it I mean, is, but like that's that liner. Come yeah. on, like, yeah. No way. He's. I mean, look, Batman is an emo character. If you think about it, like hard enough. Oh yeah, for sure. But now yeah. they're calling. Oh no, this yeah. is the emo Batman. Bro, they're all emo. <laughs> they're all emo. Yeah. He puts on a bat suit. He literally. He puts on a bat suit. He puts on a bat suit and says, I'm going to beat up some people. And uh, not to mention, like, that Because beat my up parents scene. were murdered. Yeah, dude. <laughs> my parents were murdered, so I'm going to beat up everyone oh, I see. Oh, my rich home. billionaire parents are murdered. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that that scene where he, like, beats up that dude. He's like, like, who are you? And he just beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. I'm vengeance. Dude. Like, that's, like, the meme. That's the meme that everyone talks about with Batman, where it's like, yeah, dude, I'm just helping out the Joker move these boxes, and you should be able to pay for rent. And then Batman just shows up and just fucking beats the shit out of him. <laughs> like that, Jesus that Christ. Like, um, but what I was super interested in that scene, like, of course, the action and him beating that dude up, which is cool, because it reminds me of, like, the warehouse scene in uh, Batman v Superman, which is really dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, kind of like the wow. Batman Arkham games. Well, but, the only um, good parts of that movie. Yeah. And uh I really liked how they showed that like the like the the other bad dudes reactions of Batman beating up this guy. Where like one of the dudes I think was like crying or like super scared. And they looked young too. Like he was just yeah. beating up some kids, dude. And oh so, no. Yeah. And so I'm assuming they're gonna explore like the psychological aspect of what Batman does and how it kind of takes its toll and i'm like kind of like how daredevil it's like in the netflix series how they kind of examine the psychological stuff that he does and whether that's good or bad mm-hmm. um what he's doing because like that kid is genuinely scared out of his mind he is probably shitting himself seeing his friend like with a broken arm and a broken face like on the floor and and i think matt reeves in the dc fandom he was talking about how the movie isn't really going to be how the other iterations are. And it's kind of going to take a deep dive into the history of Gotham City and how corrupt it is and how maybe it could be that his parents are are also part of that because, you know, they're billionaires. Mm-hmm. Now, like that, how he like deals with dirty money, like running through his own family and all that shit. So that's super interesting to me. Um that I, I wanted, you know, Batman characters or Batman movies to be focused on. Yeah. Um, what other stuff sure. stood out? What other stuff stood out to you in the trailer? What's his face? Penguin. 
dude. What's, his, what's the actor's name? Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Colin Farrell, dude. Oh my god, is that? Did he gain all that weight, or is that not real? It's probably I think makeup. He, I think it's all it's makeup. Nice. It's mostly prosthetic to makeup, but I think he did okay. a little bit of weight. But dude, he is unrecognizable. Still, yeah, dude. It's I actually didn't know it was crazy. Him. Yeah, me neither. I thought it was another actor because he looks like another actor. I forgot what uh his name was, but his like last name is Kind or something. Um, fuck, I forget. I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah, it know. looks just like him, like the other actor. So I thought it was him. I was like, okay, he's playing another character, and people were like, no, that's Colin Farrell. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, there's no way that's Colin Farrell, man. Like, that's a... I'm not saying this Colin Farrell isn't... Well, look, he's a good-looking dude. But in this movie, he is not recognizable. Like, that's not Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah. I would have bet money that it wasn't Colin Farrell. I would have bet, like, $100. Yeah, that's not Colin Farrell. Oh, that is. Wow. And then, like, I'm assuming he's going to be, like, a big main character because i know mm-hmm. in carmine falcone either played by john turturro um so there's gonna be a lot of people so i'm assuming the riddler's the main bad person yeah that's movie. how it's that's yeah. how it's looking that's how it's looking um but yeah what about you joey anything else stand out to you in that trailer i got like a good look at the suit was awesome yeah the reveal uh, I like how they show the the grappling hook when he's going up the staircase, mm-hmm. and, I was, and I was just happy. I, and I remember I was telling my girlfriend like a while back, like I really hope they don't make him do a voice. Yeah, because as much as I love the Dark Knight trilogy, I hate <laughs> the voice in the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> it's very uh parody like. It's like you can like, words, you can like tell. You can tell like how hard Christian Bell is trying to keep that voice because it's like his lips are always like quivered. Yeah. When he talks. Like so I was so happy that they did not make him do that. hmm And it's it's honestly kind of refreshing to see because Christian Bale and Ben Affleck, they're older, right? Like they're older Batman. I'm assuming mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson's the same age as Christian Bell was when he first started. But it's like he looks younger. And Matt yeah, they said this is year two of his yeah. career. Year two. So I'm assuming, like, in the beginning of the of the trailer, like, all the cops or the FBI agents are, like, looking at him, but not in a, like, a, oh, look, a hero. It's more of, like, disgust. <laughs> way. Who's, who's this crazy yeah. man just as a bet? Yeah. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and I kind of want to see that. I kind of want to see how, like, the cops really don't like this dude who thinks he's above the law and shit. Because... You know, he's doing shit that's not allowed. He's a vigilante. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, just that look of, like, these cops are like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? And, like, I, I want to see that relationship. I think there's, like, a shot in the trailer where, like, he's in the jail and all the cops are, like, surrounding Batman or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's going to be kind of cool way to talk about it. And then Zoe Kravitz is really, really dope. Um. I want to see more stuff from her. I love Zoe. I like Kravitz. that she's in like, like a, uh, just like a cat burglar outfit. Yeah, have that's like so latex dope. Suit or anything yet? Yeah, so it's like everyone's kind of, everyone's just kind of starting off. Yeah, there's um, a lot of interesting characters in this movie. 
Exactly. And I wonder how they're going to handle all of it. Yeah. And I think the biggest takeaway that I can say about this trailer, because, you know, we see a lot, but it's really not that much. They've only shot like a third oh, yeah. of the movie. Yeah. And it's the cinematography is so beautiful, man. Greg Frazier, I know he did Rogue One and he's doing Dune. <laughs> He he did the the Star Wars the Mandalorian, like it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like the lighting, the shots, everything just looks so gray. Yeah, bro. It and looks it, like Gotham, dude. It does. And I honestly, I just can't wait to see like the entire finished product to see how it looks. Because if this is just like one third of the movie, like dude, I just can't wait. I can't wait. Um. Anything else you guys want to talk about this from this Batman trailer? Other than we're all excited. That's kind of it. I'm just, I mean, yeah. again, just that was a great trailer. Or yeah. teaser, I guess. Yeah, it was a great teaser. Yeah. I'm I think it was more of a teaser. It's a, it's a long teaser, but. Yeah. Yeah. But it was I'm great. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so we could talk about the Justice League trailer, <laughs> which is the Snyder Cut. Okay. <laughs> um, we finally got some footage. Um, Joey, have you seen Justice League? I have seen Justice League. Okay. What did you think about that? I hate that movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> the reason why I asked because I haven't seen Justice League, and I don't think Brian has either. I haven't either. Really? Yeah, yeah. we haven't seen it. So this is like, uh, like this I is both manage that one. I mean, <laughs> look, it's very avoidable. Don't worry. But <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where it came out and I was like, oh, look, I'll I'll check it out. But I just never got around to it. And I was like, yeah, I'll just wait for it when it's on. It's like when you have family TV. members tell you it's not that good. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. No, if, you, if, watch you're, it. If, you're, if your family member saw that, they said it was amazing. No one's family member said no, it. Dude, no, dude. My cousin was like, don't watch it. I know my cousin like it. My yeah. dad told me that Suicide Squad was good, so I know that's a lie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. Shout out, shout out to my cousin. That's uh, awesome. Nicholas. Nicholas, he's the one that told me. He was like, "Yeah, no, this Nick." Yeah, he was like, "This shit is garbage." So I was like, "All right, I guess I could skip it." Some cousins we could trust. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So I wanted to get your opinion of this Snyder Cut first, and then we'll go to Brian because I know he has some stuff he wants to say. Uh, or with this Snyder Cut trailer i don't even know if it was a trailer i think it was just like showing footage it's literally showing you everything that (laughs) yeah zach snyder filmed yeah just that zach because zach snyder before the movie before what happened happened and there's debate around that like his daughter did kill herself and that is why he left but there was already i get there i guess uh they were already debating firing him because of how crazy he was getting with the movie because apparently he had over four hours like, yeah. filmed, which mm-hmm. which is why it's gonna be a four part one hour like mini series. Basically, what they're gonna do with the show, okay. like, with the the filming the film they have. Yeah. yeah. So from what I understand, is Zack Snyder already had like all this already filmed. What happened happened with his daughter, which is very unfortunate. Yeah, mm-hmm. very unfortunate. Super sad. Uh, so whether that be the reason why he left or they were ready to fire him, no one knows. They bring Josh Sweden in and they say, finish this movie. And by finish, we mean do reshoots. Wow. That's when that's when Mustache, mustache Gate happened. Yeah, Mustache. <laughs> mustache Gate. What's that? It's very, 
Uh, well, um, so yeah, you, you can explain that, Joey. So basically, Gary had filmed everything that they needed for Justice League. Zack Snyder filmed it all. He had four hours work. All they had to do was go and cut it because Warner Brothers actually told him this movie cannot be longer than two hours. That's crazy, bro. So it is 155 minutes with credits. Right. It, I think it's too short for any superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of why I'm really scared about New Mutants because I looked at the runtime. It's only an hour and 38. Jeez. So that worries me when you have four brand new characters that you got to introduce. Yeah. And they could totally pull it off. Because apparently the... Well, because apparently the New Mutants we're getting in two days is like the untouched version of it. Okay. So what what's supposed to come out two years ago? So, yeah, optimistic. But four hours filmed. They told him it had to be less than two because Batman v Superman didn't really make a lot of money compared to what they thought. Yeah, I don't even think it they made a billion. Make... No, it didn't. I think now with like aftermarket yeah. sale, but I think at the time it cost like, like three hundred something to make, and it made six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And from what I understand, if you want to calculate how much a movie needs to make to profit you do double the cost yeah so Zach like Harry, barely broke josh, even yeah josh sweden comes in which is why if you ever if you've seen the trailers to justice league i thought the first trailer was pretty cool and then there's the second trailer there's basically the Zack snyder trailer and the josh sweden trailer where everything's been color corrected to be like red and yeah. brighter which actually looks terrible <laughs> Like the last, the last battle sequence in that movie is like this over the top, color saturated red, yeah area. I don't even know what they're doing. Where Superman just comes in at the last five minutes and kills the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. Every scene that has Steppenwolf, who is the main villain, in the movie, looks horrible because he just looks like a CGI cartoon, like a video game character. Yeah, and because, I've seen the uh, footage of that. Because uh, apparently everything with Steppenwolf was supposed to be Darkseid. So Steppenwolf wow. is the product of the little bit of money they had left to make that CGI happen. That's crazy. So it's not even like what it was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just all around bad. So Yeah, so like the sequence they show, and since y'all have never seen the movie, that sequence mm-hmm. they show where it's like, those three giant monsters and the one guy with the axe standing in the center. Yeah. That's in the movie, except they photoshopped Stephen Wolf in there and they changed a lot of the stuff around him. Wow. Right. So it was supposed to be Dark Side and this giant battle where you see like oh, the green Oh, that's lantern. supposed to be Dark Side? Yeah. Wow, dude. They changed a lot then. And if you've seen the uh, director's cut version of Batman v Superman, like the three-hour version of it. Oh, I haven't. Which, I think I have. Which, if you're gonna watch that movie, that is the one to watch because it. I know they add a lot of stuff. Yeah, because a lot of the plot holes that are in like BB, BBS mm-hmm. are all like answered in that movie because they had time to put them in there in the three yeah. hours. But you actually see, um, you actually see, Steppenwolf in that movie. So like Steppenwolf was always gonna be a character, but he does not look like how he does in Justice League because everything of him in Justice League is a reshoot. Yeah. Because Steppenwolf is going to be in the Snyder Cut because he was going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. But like as a side villain, like as a henchman, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they used the version that they used in Batman v Superman because that's the original version that Jack Snyder made for it. Wow. 
Uh, so you're going to get, apparently they said that Cyborg is going to be like the heart of the Justice League because he was supposed to be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and if you see, and when you watch Justice League, he's in the movie like a whole ten minutes of on time screen time. Wow, that's it. Yeah, doing nothing. Because <laughs> I know in actually, the trailer, yeah, he shows a lot of stuff. Yeah, the trailer shows him like, like looks like he doesn't have control over his power and stuff like that. Yeah, his dad like kills himself. You don't even see the dad in the yeah Justice League. I think you see him for like two minutes. Like, yeah, you see introduce him. You see him like in the trailer. Yeah, you you see a part where it looks like um, he can't control his power or his body because yeah. the way they explain it in BBS is that Cyborg was created with a mother box, which is what Darkseid and them are all after. Wow. So because he was created with one, Darkseid and them kind of have like a connection to him because there's a throwaway line mm. in Justice League where Aquaman's like, can we trust him? Isn't he, what if he's a bad guy? And then like they're just like, nah, he's good. And then like you never, you never, never bring it up again. So, but because a main contentious in the movie in the original was supposed to be that like can Cyborg be trusted and is he in control of his body and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're gonna get to see all that. You're gonna get to see the infamous, the infamous. Uh, you should move. Oh yeah, you should move. <laughs> that, apparently, that was very uh. There's this there's this channel on YouTube called Mr. Sunday Movies, mm-hmm. and their running gag is that they want that scene. They want, they want that scene. Didn't they they it? want his they want his catchphrase. You better move. You better in move. the movie. And I mean, I do too because you don't get it in. You don't get it in, in the, the the theatrical in the Josh Sweden cut. Yeah, Josh Sweden. Uh, apparently, the Flash is going to be less of a dork in it. Wow. He's going to do his time traveling. You're going to see some Flashpoint stuff happen. So he's not like uh, super like, hi, like, uh, how's it going? What's, br- what's up with brunch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, no, apparently not. Cool. Uh, and well, then I'll think... probably watch this. It's going to be on HBO Max, right? Yeah, it's going to be a four-part. Yeah. And from what I understand, too, is because I, I guess in the uh, in the original – when they show the darks the Steppenwolf dark side old like from the past. Yeah. Apparently it was supposed to be the Flash who goes back in time and sees that happen. Using like using his flashpoint powers, he goes back in time and sees that whole battle unfold. He sees the whole battle unfold. Yeah. Is that why he does that thing in, in Batman v Superman where he like I think I think so. Okay, because he's like, she's the key or something. and Yeah, I guess he, he sees that that fight, and that's what makes that happen. I remember seeing that in theaters. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I remember being I like, was oh, like, I don't I was like, like any of this. I was like, what is going on? He's like, she's the key. I was like, who, who is he talking about? <laughs> then I was like, is that Flash? People were like, "Is that Robin?" Like in the theater, <laughs> I remember hearing I, that. I, like, I that thought was it was weird. Robin. I couldn't tell you who that Dude, was. I, kinda, right away. I don't know. People said Robin, and I was like, "Is that Robin?" I was like, "No, he doesn't have powers." I was like, "I was like, I don't know." And then, like, eventually, I was like, "Oh wait, that was a fucking Flash." And I was like, "Okay." Who would have thought? <laughs> who would have? Yeah, who would have thunk it? Um, but the reason why it's like it's called like Mustache Gate is because uh, when they refilmed Superman stuff, like Henry Cavill stuff. He already, or he was shooting Mission Impossible Fallout, and uh, he had like the mustache, and the Mission Impossible people, Paramount, they're like, yeah, you can't shave your mustache. 
It was in his contract that he couldn't yeah. save it. And it's, apparently um, Warner Brothers was like, hey, what if he sa- shaves it and we spent the best money in the world on a CGI mustache for y'all for Fallout? And they're like, no. No. So it's they so did like, the opposite. <laughs> so they, what the fuck? Yeah, so Warner Brothers had to pay the CGI Apparently, Henry apparently the reshoot the reshoots of the movie cost almost a hundred grand, I think is what it was, and oh, okay. a, like a vast majority of that was, was for Henry Cavill. Because, from what I understand, everything with Henry Cavill that was filmed for Zack Snyder's was all in homage to the death of Superman. So, evil Superman, black suit mm-hmm. Superman, yeah, him being bad for like a good portion of the movie until the final <laughs> battle, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was all. That all had to be re, redone. Yeah, because like I've seen which, footage, which is why I think when you watch, if you ever watch Justice League, when mm-hmm. he comes back and he's bad for like five minutes, oh, he's wearing a sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, he is. Which you know they didn't bury him in because they clearly show Clark Kent in a suit and they clearly show Superman. I think in his suit. Yep. So I don't think he was buried in sweatpants. I honestly think that was like, hey, like. You're wearing the black man, the black Superman suit in this scene, so we're gonna yeah. just have to put some sweatpants on you and CGI your body onto yourself. What the fuck, man? And this yeah, horrible. Man. And the it's, issue it's, with it's bad. And the 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 upper lip is sometimes not too noticeable until it does super close oh, up shots of him. Dude, it's bad, his, bro. His upper lip is just really long and like flat. Dude, it just looks so weird, and man. I've when seen he tra- talks. And it looks worse when he's talking because yeah. it doesn't move like a upper lip should. Yeah, man. It just it's all of that's why maybe I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna skip this because I I saw footage of Henry Cavill like at the beginning talking with like, and dude, it's it's really bad, bro. I know it's like phone camera quality, like the the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, videos, but dude, it looks it looks pretty fucking bad. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'll I'll skip it and just wait till something comes out but brian i know you wanted to say some stuff about this snyder cut okay listen when i saw the trailer for the first time i've yeah. never seen justice league right so i was like i don't know what the fuck is going on dude yeah but the one thing that i could not stop paying attention to was the song dude <laughs> oh from watchmen listen Hollywood is playing throughout the whole trailer and the only thing i could think of was the 40 minute long sex scene in watchmen dude it wasn't 40 40 minutes minutes. it it felt that way okay and i was just like no dude why this song because it's zack snyder and he's like y'all ruined my movie so fuck y'all and y'all made fun of this scene forever so fuck y'all again Fuck me, I guess, because that's all it reminded me of. And I don't know. Okay, when you said it was going to be a four-part series, I was, I got, you know, I felt relieved because I did not want to sit through four hours of just like, yeah, what, it, you know, what what the Snyder Cup was going to be. And I, I felt in my mind it was going to feel like what I watched when I watched the ultimate cut of Watchmen. You know, it's just like unnecessary. So if it's just like a four-part series, let's go. I'm down. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. Hallelujah! What the fuck? You know. <laughs> and I think 
my takeaway and why I'm excited for the Snyder Cut is because it's going to actually be like a complete vision of a movie. Yes, yeah, true. Like Justice League 2019 is not. It is, you can tell that a lot of issues went on with this. You can tell that a lot of the stuff isn't supposed to be there. It was just Warner Brothers doing their best with what they had. Yeah. He, uh, I do have something to say about this trailer, mostly because it has to do with the quote-unquote Snyder Cut. Um, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. I'm going to make it quick. Um, I don't want this to drag on too long because I can't talk a lot. Um, but I will say this, man. <sighs> when people say the Snyder Cut, like I remember when it first started, when people were like, oh, dude, this is not the Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut. And I was like, look, at first I was one of those people that were like, whatever comes out whatever comes out theatrically, that's what it is. Again, I didn't know about the Joss Whedon stuff. Um, I know some people say like he was really bad on set and that whole team was really bad on set. Apparently um, he was super racist to Victor Stone. Fuck, bro. Like, apparently, see, like and that, that kind and of that shit. Is, and apparently that is why a lot of cyborgs parts were cut out. Yeah, man. Like Damn. apparently he just had beef with victor stone like as soon as he got on set yeah and and that's the kind of thing it's like there's there's one thing when a director can't have his vision right mm-hmm. and it sucks when like with david ayer with suicide squad or with you know josh trank and fantastic four josh trank and fantastic four when studios intervene and they can't put forth their best or like just just their vision, just their best vision of what the the movie is supposed to be, and the so, fact that Josh Trank was locked out of his yeah. own copy of Fantastic Four and the yeah. studio remade the movie in a day, yeah, like that that kind of stuff that really pisses me off, right? But what what also really does piss me off is people who I know it's not any of one of y'all because like I would have said something, but there are some fans out there who are really bad people, man. And just like, they're like Snyder Cut fans and they're like, talk shit about everything and talk shit about everyone. Where it's like, oh, Snyder Cut's real, blah, blah, blah. It's like, fuck you if you don't believe, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look, I, there probably is, there's a, there's a Nolan cut of every single movie there is. There's a, a, a Whedon cut of everything there is. Like there's a cut where the director's like, this is what I want. And the studio's like, yeah, make that shit shorter. Or, don't do this. Don't do that. No one understands memento. Stop yeah, <laughs> bro. Yeah, dude. Like, there, there's, there's like a, there's a couple of, of instances where I do agree. Like, like the Snyder cut. Like, I do agree that that should, like, this should have been what came out originally, just like Batman v Superman, right? But whenever you start releasing like different cuts of films, like all the time, it's like, well, fuck, dude. Either a, your vision, wasn't as good. And you have to release all these little cuts to like, because I don't necessarily think you have to have a four hour movie to be like, oh, this is what I envisioned. I'm like, who's gonna watch a four hour fucking movie, bro? Like, make that shit shorter or cut out some stuff, whatever. Like, that shit happens. Like, even with Sam Raimi with Spider Man 3, like, he was forced to include Venom and all that stuff. I get it, it happens. But like, it happened with Batman v Superman, it, it happened with Suicide Squad, and now it's happening with this, bro. Like, it's getting kind of old having to wait for a director's cut or having to wait for an ultimate cut. Like, it's like, why can't I just see 
what they want us what they want to make like it's just so frustrating you know what i'm saying Honestly, i don't want to make this never, a rant i'm good never seeing the suicide squad one because oh my god dude same. when i read this when i read the script of the joker's lines i wanted to kill myself <laughs> i do not want to hear yeah. jared leto say snitches get stitches in that yeah. godforsaken joker voice yeah and so sometimes it works it works for the better but i'm just so that tired die hard suicide squad fan replied back to me like Someone doesn't have taste in movies, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what taste is. Let's go, man. (laughs) You guys don't have taste in movies. I bet you hate The Godfather, too. Bro, (laughs) it's like, what? Uh, Yeah, man, but like... The the only reason why I'm okay with this cut... Yeah, I'm okay with this one, too. ...is because it was taken away from Zack Snyder. exactly. And because like, he was like, no matter what, we weren't gonna get even the Zack Snyder version we were gonna get in theaters wasn't gonna be this four hour cut because it had yeah. to be less than two hours. Yeah. yeah. When only two characters at the time had movies. Yeah. Technically only one. No two. Batman yeah. not really Batman, but Superman and Wonder Woman were the yeah. only two that had like origin movies. And everyone just, just and Batman v Superman was technically Batman's origin. Yeah. To DC, like you were never gonna make a two-hour, a good two-hour movie when there's still three separate characters that you gotta introduce and have them like all come together. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna work. Well, why do they allow Avengers to be more than like what three hours? Because they all made money. And telling yeah. people. You can't pee during this movie, or else you'll die, Dude. or something. Yeah, and now they're like, "No, nah, you can't make movie over two hours." All right. No, Here's if the thing: ba- yeah. if Batman v Superman had made its billion dollars, you get Zack Snyder's four-hour Justice League. That's true. In yeah. theaters, yeah. Yeah. even or three least, three hours, like even yeah. three hours, like you're but, getting that. But like the thing that pisses me off is like, yeah, make it two. What the fuck, bro? Like. It, it it just it just drives me insane when studios like I get it it's all about profit and I get it like they they need to make their money too they need to make their bread too but it's like why are you giving Zack Snyder the keys to the car if you don't want him driving like over ten miles an hour bro it's like like what's what's up with that like I, I like I, that's my mini rant I'm just tired of seeing like extended cuts and all that stuff it's like bro just let them make the movie that they want to make. It's yeah, it's just corporations, dude. Yeah, bro. It just it just makes me mad because I hate having to oh wait for the director's cut or wait for the ultimate cut or wait for the Snyder cut, and it's like, bro, because they're I in the boardroom somewhere. Like, oh, in our analysis, um, fans actually like watching our movie under two hours, so we have to make it under two hours. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, bro. It just it's like you said, it's a bunch of people in suit and ties, just fucking talking about calculations and yeah and like statistics and well, all which is great watches uh superhero movies uh yeah. yeah they don't want um they don't want this guy to be in the movie for more than 10 minutes <laughs> no no they're not racist no no no, 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 no 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 of course not of course not they're not racist it's just you know 10 minutes is the limit for this character <laughs> yeah, that's super dude. integral to the story yeah dude like bro come on man but that's my mini rant i'm sorry i Kind of took a little, uh, took kind of took a while, but um, no, that's what I wanted to say about the, the Snyder cut, which is great because I'm all for creators showing their true vision. But come on, man, 
Come on, studios. Come on, Warner Brothers. Even though they're like on a roll, like they have the Batman going on now, they're li- probably letting Matt Reeves do his shit. They're letting Denis do his shit with Dune. So, like, again, this is more of like, I'm just tired of extra cuts. But it is what it is. That's how the movie industry works. So this rant is probably gonna be spoken again to in a couple of years or in a couple of months. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah, or um, like next week, honestly. Next week, bro. Yeah, it could be um, here. But um, the last trailer I guess we should talk about from DC fandom is the Wonder Woman trailer. Um, I know, uh, Brian, you weren't really a big fan of the first one, right? Yeah, no, I was. That was the movie I was super excited for. Yeah, you know, that's when like after we watched Batman vs Superman, we weren't really, you know, we didn't like it. Okay, we didn't like Batman vs Superman that much. Yeah, and I was like, finally, this looks promising, and I I just came out like super underwhelmed i felt like the movie was like really just too fast it didn't really build wonder woman's character like it thought it would mm-hmm. um i don't know i remember like everyone loving it too and i was like what do i like not like about this movie i still don't know i think it's probably the pacing for me okay and when i saw this trailer i was like me and francisco just watched it yeah um yeah i'm excited for it it looks very entertaining and I think mm-hmm. that's what it didn't do for me in the first one. I felt like the first one wasn't that entertaining as like a superhero movie, a Wonder Woman superhero movie, you know? Yeah. And this one does look um, interesting. I remember Francisco saying he has some things he has to say about it being, what, sad? I, I don't know what yeah. that means still. Um, I don't know. I felt like the 80s, I felt like there's going to be an 80s theme. They're not going to have it set in the 80s and not be like, <laughs> have a bunch of 80s things in it, you know? So yeah. I feel like this is going to be a very fun movie. Yeah, Poppy. Probably yeah. have a lot of 80s music in there too, like popular 80s music. Um, What about you, Joey? Did you have anything you wanted to say about the Wonder Woman trailer? I liked it a lot. Honestly, I like yeah. the way Kristen Wiig looks as Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, which is probably what I'm most excited for to see, like how she is in the movie, because I do like Kristen Wiig as an actress, but she's, she's mainly great. in comedies. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to see that she's gonna be something serious where she actually looks menacing. Yeah, yeah, I because the... oh, what were you gonna say? Sorry, I think the Wonder Woman outfit, the all gold one, looks awesome. It looks dope. And like I, the I, wings, I, I like. I liked the first Wonder Woman movie though, like a yeah. lot. Like it's again that and Shazam are like the two best. Yeah, I still haven't seen Shazam. I heard that one was really good too. Yeah, Shazam, Shazam is, is like way better than it had any right to be. Yeah, exactly. Especially because I did not like any of the trailers for Shazam. For Shazam. Yeah, yeah. Shazam looked like it was gonna be one of those bland superhero movies. Where you're like, oh. And like, why are they? Why are they doing this? And then you watch it, you're like, "Holy shit, that's way better than I expected it to be." And My only complaint with the first Wonder Woman was the final fight because that's literally me, yeah. Because it's just a, a CGI mess when the whole like all the other fights in the movie have been pretty practical and like pretty mm-hmm. awesome looking. I and I don't like the way it looks when she, it does that like fast. She's like running yeah. through the fire. Mm-hmm. Or like the the camera just like moving super fast side on a side shot of her. I didn't like the way that looked. I didn't like that you could see the little nerdy guy underneath Hades helmet. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a little weird, but like it was it was enough to make it a bad movie. 
I think it does yeah. the Captain America storyline better than the first Captain America did. Here, yeah, here's the thing because I really, I think me and Brian saw it together, right? We saw it together. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Because it was the Dunkirk thing was in front of it. That's when we watched it together. That's what it was. I think that's oh, when. The, yeah. That's, that's what it was. Weird. Yeah, that was when the teaser came out, or like the like the, the ten minute IMAX showing of it. Um, but we saw it together, and yeah. I really liked the the Wonder Woman movie, the first one. Like, really liked it. I, yeah, like Joey said, I did have problems at the very end when like the CGI fiasco happened. But and then again, it didn't really bother me that much. And it does remind me a lot of the first Cap. Um, and to a lot of people's surprise, I really like the first Cap a lot. Um, I'm knowing I'm I'm in the minority. Like, I really do think it's up to par to like upper echelon of Marvel movies. I know that's just me. Maybe be, I don't know because it kind of grew on me. I really didn't like the first cap at all, and then I saw it again, and then I've seen it three times now, and it's really good, at least to me. Uh, so maybe that's why I enjoyed Wonder Woman a lot because it had similar elements to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this trailer is really dope. I feel like it's gonna be like what Brian said, like the pop, like the like the pop album. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be just fun it's gonna be i think be timely. Yeah. yeah i think it's gonna be timely it's gonna have a lot of callbacks to what we're going through right With now that title that you know yeah it's gonna be or unless we're going... pine survived yeah yeah that's what we're talking about yeah well, I, mean, I, I have a theory cause now because he's, he's clearly not like an imagination thing because he's touching things and mm-hmm. piloting the plane yeah I do have a theory because I was talking it with Brian because I was like, you know what? I don't know if I should watch the, this trailer. And I watched it and I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I'm going to watch it. And because I was like, Brian, Chris Pine died at the end of the first one, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, I know. He died, right? I was confused. And then I was like, wait. Because in the in the trailer, Pedro Pascal's character, I think he's going to be the main villain. I don't know his 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 character name or anything. But um, um, he talks about like you'll get whatever you want like this is you wishing or you can you can have anything you you desire or something and kristen wig mm-hmm. um, in the first trailer she was like really nerdy she was like oh my god like yeah i think about boys all the time and she turns into cheetah right she wants to be this like dangerous animal um i think she says that in the trailer and so i'm like assuming predator yeah there we go and uh and i'm assuming this bad guy gives her that pedro pascal's character and so I'm mm-hmm. thinking maybe Pedro Pascal's character. I don't know if he brings back Chris Pine or just like makes Wonder Woman think that he's back. And then that's why I feel like like it's gonna be a very sad movie where it's like I don't think he's actually gonna survive the entirety of the movie where it's like it's gonna go back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why it's gonna be kind of sad. Because we're gonna say goodbye to Chris Pine again, <laughs> but um, but I love Chris Pine, dude. I love him and everything. He's super funny in this trailer. Um, he's a, he's like a fish out of water scenario thing where mm-hmm. you know he's like a man lost in time where he's like, yeah, they'll never find us the way we fly. And then she's like, yeah, I forgot to mention like there's radar, and he's like, and he's like, are you sure? And like that kind of stuff is gonna be funny to see. Um. But yeah, I thought the trailer was really fun. I'm excited. 
Um, I want Patty Jenkins to get the recognition she or to get the credit she deserves because she did get praised for Wonder Woman, but I feel like she can outdo herself with this one. Um, and so, yeah, I'm kind of excited. Um, anything else you guys wanted to mention for the DC fandom thing? Mm. There's I'm another thing. I'm not oh. sold on Suicide Squad yet. Oh, that's what it was. There oh, we go. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. You're not yeah. sold? No, because, again, only two of those characters we know anything about, which is Captain Boomerang and Harley Quinn. True. So... The first mistake with the first movie was that you didn't really give a shit about anybody that wasn't Harley Quinn and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And there's actually more characters in this one. Yeah. So I need to see how that's gonna... You can't give me another hour and 45 minute Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess I just have more confidence because it's James Gunn. Yeah. And he has a track record now. Because, look, say what you want about David Ayer. He misses a lot. Yep. He misses <laughs> He misses like we we you know we talked about the tax collector a little bit. He misses a lot, and most recently he's missed. So and James Gunn, you know, you say what you want about him, um, but the the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies are really good, mm-hmm. like really good, and he's shown that he can take like big budget horror movies or I mean no just big budget movies and horror movies like he can do it, and so I'm really excited because of that. And I think I've read like a comic of the Suicide Squads and they have a lot of people dying that are part of the squad. So I'm assuming we're not going to see all of these people survive. Maybe that's why they have a whole bunch of people. I'm interested to see Pete Davidson play. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say. What about you, Brian? What else are you? Oh, Joey. Yeah, I'm not sold. Like, okay. I don't know. In Which the is teaser fair. trailer, whatever it was, they were like, it's a superhero, like, or superhero movie, like, you've never seen before. And that was basically, yeah. like, what the whole video was. It was just, like, <laughs> they're doing something different, you know, you're not going to see anything like this, like. Also, which, every which superhero said, movie. Which they said John, for the first Cena, like John Cena's in this movie. Yo, okay, I'm excited for John Cena, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for John Cena and Fast 9. You yeah, meet too, oh, dude. Honestly, that guy is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, I guess it looks cool. James Gunn. I'm excited for James Gunn. Yeah, you know, I want to see what he can do with. It. I'm gonna see the movie, obviously. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. They could have gave me more with this. It's just like, sure. Just them talking about it's so good. You guys gotta watch it. Oh my god. Like, okay, dude. Okay, dude. <laughs> It's like then show us something. <laughs> There's so many explosions. All right, yeah. we get it. Yeah, and then I think in one of the lines, or James Gunn was saying that this is his biggest budget ever. I was like, yeah, oh, he holy said shit. that. What the fuck? I was like, like goddamn, bro, that much Suicide Squad. What the fuck? They probably have a lot of confidence in this then. Um, they they shouldn't, but you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> judging from the first Suicide Squad, I don't know how confident they are like they seem they seem as though like this first suicide squad was a huge hit like that's how they're treating this like oh yeah dude we're so excited it's gonna be bigger better than ever it's like money wise it was a fantastic hit but true but critical consensus it's fucking garbage dude i remember being so disappointed coming out of that theater with brian 
Like, yeah, I remember yeah. watching it and being like, well, at least they played Heathens in it. <laughs> Dude, Dude yeah. I remember Francisco, we're in, like, the elevator going down, or asking Francisco, hey, what do you think about it? And he just, like, had this look on his face. <laughs> and he always gives me, like, straightforward opinions on movies. This one, he was just like, eh, it's okay. And I immediately, yeah. you know, like, that shit was garbage. <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't want to say it because I was like, maybe I'm giving it a bad rep. And then I figured uh, you didn't like it either. I was like, yeah, bro, this movie is... Dude, I was smiling at you. I think y'all was like, friends go, what'd you think about it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I remember seeing it with, like, my ex at the time, my girlfriend at the time, and, like, mm-hmm. six, eight other people. And so it was like a pack, and was like, oh, my, Wasn't that the best? Yeah, they, they were all like, wasn't that, like, the best thing ever? And, like, they're all like... I was kind of like, like... Mm. <laughs> they were right. like asking like, you maybe it was all right and as i sat on it more i was like yeah they're like dude wasn't that just so awesome I'm like ah I'm like not really guys like she was kind of ass girlfriend at the time <laughs> i don't like girlfriend at the time thought that movie was awesome i was like yeah i was like jesus oh. yeah and they're like why didn't you like it what was so bad about it i was like a lot i wish i could tell you a lot of oh, it man. a lot was wrong here <laughs> like, <laughs> I was a lot not yeah, dude. Going on. It was a music video. The first thirty minutes, I was like, "What am I watching?" It was. Video uh, for when, yeah, it was. when the Slim Shady song came. Oh on. my yeah. god, bro! And one of my buddies was like, "That was the best part." I was like, <laughs> "I do not want to hear Eminem rapping in any movie I'm watching." Uh, I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm the real Shady. Like, and of all songs, that song, "My Name Is," I think is what it was, wasn't it? Oh, my name is probably, I don't even know. I, I think it was my name is. I just remember like cringing so hard in the theater. Yeah, man. It's and I and I was like, fuck, if they play Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm gonna have to shoot myself in the theater. Dude. Oh my gosh. And that's because when the trailer dropped with Bohemian Rhapsody, I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then after that, Bohemian Rhapsody became like the most played song ever. Um, I think it's because of that Suicide Squad trailer because that's what happened after that. And I was like, bro, if they play it in the movie, if they play Bohemian Rhapsody here, and did they play it? I don't think they did, right? I don't remember. I they did. Okay. I well, think after a while, they, they kind of were like, oh, maybe the song isn't as good as we thought it was. Yeah, man. It's like, and so, yeah, like that's what I was saying. Like, it's kind of crazy how they have so much confidence now. So that's why I'm kind of excited because James Gunn, um, which is a lot of confidence to put on. That's a lot of pressure to put on James Gunn. It is a lot of pressure because, you know, what what happened with him and and the like the his cancel thing that happened, um, his whole like whole situation. So it's kind of like they're riding on James Gunn to have like a really good critical success and box office success with Suicide Squad, um, but they're putting a lot of trust in him. So. I can only hope for the best. Um, anything is better than the first Suicide Squad, so they can. The bar is literally on the floor, so yes. <laughs> I don't think I'm worried. If they could, James Gunn could just step on set, and it could be already better than the first one. So, um, so yeah, those were the trailers for DC fandom that we wanted to share, and we wanted to, you know share our opinions and talk about them. Um, I guess I'm most excited for the Batman, but obviously because. You know, I think it's the best trailer, and overall, I'm more excited about it because of Matt Reeves. Yeah. Um, 
I think we all agree on that. Yeah. Um, that's exactly how Robert Pattinson does with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, I guess we can move on to our next topic. Um, Netflix is making headlines again. Um, they really don't seem to fail on making headlines like these. Um, the movie we're going to be talking about, I don't think it's out yet, um, but it's being promoted by Netflix, or it was being promoted by Netflix. Um, it was. It's titled Cuties. I don't know if people know about this that much. Um, I barely found out about this. Um, I don't really know too much information, but I know I do know the controversy surrounding this movie called Cuties. Um, it's like a coming of age story about um, you said it was like like a girl like growing up in a conservative household, Joey. Yeah, like a poor conservative household. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wants to join a dance group, or she joins it ends up joining a dance group, and uh, it's kind of like a coming of age film. It's a it's an international film. I think it's a French film, right? Yeah, it's a French film. And uh, uh, Netflix with their advertisement decided to put uh, a poster of this movie um, on social media, all platforms, and it got some heat because it was kind of screaming that you know this is very inappropriate for. Um, the poster and then the synopsis that they put out it was completely different than what it was originally and Mm. the posters from the original uh version of like what the director wanted is like night and day compared to what they put out um i guess i wanted just to talk about this because i know it's been making headlines i wanted to get y'all's take on it i don't mean uh we were talking about this before but like what did you guys think when y'all first saw this like in the news or in twitter with like the cuties thing. Um Yeah, it's weird. Um yeah. I don't uh, It's just like I know we talked about it before, but I'll just like restate yeah. what I said. Yeah. Netflix is just like very weird. And yeah. like this isn't the first time they've tried to like sexualize kids, even though even though they're not kids. Like an example I brought up. When me and Francisco were talking, first episode of Sex Education, dude. Um, I remember there was this joke on Twitter, and it it said like, Netflix cannot stop showing, uh, like children in TV shows like, genitals, dude. Holy. And I watched Sex Education, and the first episode is literally like <laughs> a guy shows his dick because that was the rumor at school. Mm-hmm. And I know he's, like, over 18 or whatever, but still, it's weird. Like, shows like that, and, like, I like Sex Education. It's, it's a good show. But, like, yeah, shows like that and, like, Big Mouth. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think it's weird. Obviously, I know Joey made his comment earlier. He said that if you're getting this recommended to you, then, like, yeah. <laughs> you're weird. And that's yeah. a great point. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't really have much to say about it. Like, there's, it's just weird. Like, why? Why not just use the original poster? Why make yeah. it something completely different? Why are you trying to target some demographic? Like, you you want to, like, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. That's all I have to say about it. What about you, Joey? Like, when he says, like, I think what everyone needs to understand is that the 
people, whoever's trying to reach whatever demographic it is, it's not the director of the film trying to do that. It's Netflix. No, not yeah. no way I'm talking about the director. Yeah. yeah, it's Netflix putting what they put on the thing where they kind of say, like, this group of 10-year-olds may start a twerking. Yeah. Like, thing. Oh, like, my God. I've never seen the movie. It's not out yet. The trailer for it seemed more like Bring It On with, like, kids. A girl joins a dance group. Right. Which... And like I said to y'all before we start all this, when shows like Toddlers and Tiaras exist for free, mm-hmm. where a sick 60-year-old man can sit down in his living room and watch that shit for free on national television, mm-hmm. syndicated television, but I've never seen a post about that before, right? It's true. Yeah. But we're going to make a big deal about this on a film that they have not seen yet. They've seen the poster and they read that plot synopsis. You can yeah. be upset. I personally don't care. You can be upset all you want. Right? Mm-hmm. But don't put your fake mad tweet rant on Twitter or Facebook <laughs> because you want to see 100k likes on your posts when you personally don't give a fuck about what is put on TV or anything because you didn't care when it was on Toddler Tiaras. Y'all didn't care when Little Miss Sunshine came out. Mm-hmm. Which is not the same by any means, but it is about a beauty pageant for children. Yeah. So if someone could take that and get off to it if they're a sick individual, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think, um, at least to me, when I first saw this, I, I was kind of sad. I was shocked. I didn't think it was this was real. Um, because I got sent, my cousin sent me like the link to the poster. And then it showed the synopsis, and I was like, wait, what? Like, I was like, okay, but this seems kind of weird. I don't know. And then that's when I found out the kind of, like, the sad side about it. Like, so the director, um, we don't know her name, but she's a French uh, French director, um, and she oh, had yeah, and, a... And it's made by a woman. There are a yeah. bunch of people who assume it's made by a man exactly yeah and i think they're just saying that for the clicks and the likes yeah. you know it I mean? could be the people yeah, who that... to do a bare minimum research to realize who's yeah. directing this and yeah. they're just trashing the movie and not trashing netflix is yeah that's the weird part here's the thing yeah that's the thing that's the sad part because i've seen so many posts now recently with this movie that are saying oh cancel this movie cancel this movie when like what the that fuck is does the that wrong, even mean? What the fuck does is, cancel a movie even mean, dude? Like, yeah. what? And I think that's the saddest part because, you know, this woman who directed this with this this film probably worked and put her heart and soul into this movie. And because exactly. of the dumb advertisement and the stupidity of Netflix to market this movie the way they did and change things about the movie to reach a certain demographic that they quote-unquote no would watch this type of movie is really sickening and it's super sad because now i'm assuming her film isn't going to get enough buzz or the only buzz they're going to get is negative buzz because of what right. Netflix has done. and that's when that's where i find the problem not be cancel the movie or anything because i i don't i'm like it's like joey said we haven't seen the movie the movie hasn't come out we don't know what happens in the movie um but what we do know is what Netflix has done. They changed certain things to appeal to a demographic. And like Brian was saying earlier, Netflix has a history of doing this already. And and look, we'll say what you want about you know celebrities and 
actors being pedophiles in Hollywood, whatever. Like, I think this is all a culture that entertainment which, has built. Which, with with the reception on, I read the reception on the wiki page for it. Uh-huh. A bunch of the critics were like, like saying this is clearly an attack on the current state of the world with all the pedophilia. Okay stuff saying like this movie's playing towards it as in like oh my god yeah i i I saw a video about this no like i saw someone say it was normal it's normalizing pedophilia what the fuck does that even mean how do you normalize pedophilia shut the fuck up like what no dude some people are trying to dude oh my god okay some people are literally trying to make this like Guys, look at the Netflix liberals are trying to normalize yeah, pedophilia. Like, no. are you? What is happening, dude? Yeah, yeah, and and guess who's getting away with it? Netflix. They're getting their hands. Oh my Because like they're they're blaming the director. They're blaming. Oh, cancel this movie. And who's gonna suffer from this? Probably not Netflix. They probably yeah. don't give a fuck about this movie. They're they fine, bought it. Dude. They bought the rights. Like whatever, dude. Oh we'll we'll bring out another Martin Scorsese movie. We'll do this. We'll be fine. But this. This director is suffering the consequences of what Netflix has done. And they knew what they were doing. Uh, you can't tell me that. Look, the, the two posters that we're talking about, they're night and day. Um, like, one of them is seems like a coming-of-age, funny poster. And the second one, you can obviously tell what the intentions are. Uh, and it's like, it's so sad. It's so sad to see that, you know, Netflix can do this and get away with it and not leave with, you know, repercussions. I, I just want to know how, like, numb people's minds are if, like, they think Netflix is trying to normalize pedophilia. Yeah. What? Like, yeah, like no, that's not even the correct terminology for it, dude. Like, I guess this would be romanticizing it instead of, like, you're not normalizing. How do you normalize something like that? Yeah. It's like they think that this is an agenda <laughs> being pushed by, like, a, a certain group of people. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, from what the reviewers say, they say it's a very clear satire of like yeah. how like young women can be like influenced like very easily. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So apparently the movie has a message, and apparently getting <laughs> one awards at the yeah. festivals. Yeah. Like, For that message, people. and then the ironic part is that Netflix is literally Constru- probably, construing yeah. that message. Yeah. Probably didn't watch the movie. They were like, oh. No, definitely not. Yeah, they're like, oh, we can market this to a certain demographic. <laughs> Even though in the film, they are making fun of that certain demographic. Yep. And it's like, okay. And my, what, what I said earlier stands to, unless you are a woman that's been watching the cheer show constantly, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you yeah. are a 20 plus year old man and this movie shows up in your recommendation feed based off stuff you watched, then that's when there's an issue. Yep. <laughs> and look, here's the thing. Here's the thing now, because now I'm thinking about it. If it, if Netflix does correct everything and they go back to the original, like, synopsis and the original poster of this movie, which most likely they will, uh, because of what's happening with that, um, then yeah, it's 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 an international film about you know coming of age, about dancing because dancing is normal, but whenever whenever the synopsis says like oh yeah it's a twerking group instead of just saying it's a dance group and it says twerking like it's a, a twerking dance. and it says it's a twerking group of 11 year olds like yeah it's like 
of course, anyone can twerk. It's a dance. That literally shouldn't be sexualized. But you know why they put that in the synopsis. Yeah. Like, it's it's just one of those things where, yeah, uh, a person can do a dance move and I hopefully they don't get sexualized because of a dance move. But it's like when you're using that that word in that manner to to bait people to bait people into watching this film certain demographic i'm not like you know who they're you know who they're trying to the audience that they're trying to reach so it's like okay now this is fully netflix's disastrous moment and it's they like took advantage because yeah. it's a foreign film and they know people are gonna watch they're, you know they know people are gonna click on it if that's the poster you know exactly. they know it dude exactly and it's it's kind of sickening and um, I guess I just wanted to bring this up because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And there's, there's a lot of fucking misinformation. And people, yeah, people are canceled, trying to cancel the movie when I don't think that should happen. I think you should just call out I Netflix. Saw, and I saw plenty of like Facebook posts where people put it on there and there are people in the comments like, well, did you see the trailer? Like, it's not like that at all. And they're yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about the trailer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's <laughs> like, just judge- like, this is enough. Yeah. And obviously, like, if that's the first thing you see, that this, this poster and that synopsis, of course, you're going to be like, what the fuck, right? But then this is where you as an individual have to do more research, right? This is where either A, like Joey, you watch the trailer or you watch reviews or you hear, you know, interviews with the, with the director or the writer. And then you're like, oh, this is not it. Why is it being marketed this way? Oh, this is Netflix's fault. Yeah. Right. And so... It's just it's just sad to see people canceling this. You know, probably it could be a good movie. It won at Sundance or something. Dude, Joker, I guarantee if this is like an American-made film or even a TV show, mm-hmm. you would never get this type of reception, dude. Or yeah. like, no, because again, class. taller than taller than yeah. Tiara's. Yeah. nothing ever. Guarantee that. if there is like a Netflix original or, or, or taller than Tiara's. Yeah, da- yeah, dance yeah. Moms. What's her name? Maddie. That's in all the Sia music. She got famous off of it. Oh yeah, she is in a lot of Sia. Yeah. And people made an outrage when she was in that one video with Shia LaBeouf, right? Oh yeah, I remember seeing that one for Elastic Heart. But no one cared when she was on Dance Moms. True. In like singlets and stuff like that, doing her. And I've seen her Sia music videos. I've seen her dance with Sia, and like she does like body gyration and stuff like that because it's the choreography that they taught her you know what i mean yeah it's just choreography and, and it's not made to be deemed in a sexual way when people were when the elastic heart video came out and shia labeouf and her are in the nude suits right he's wearing yeah. the nude shorts and she's in the nude singlet and there's a part where he carries her like on his shoulders and like you know she brushes against his body it's not supposed to be it's not supposed to be interpreted as a sexual thing it's the choreography to the song to represent whatever it's representing you know yeah I mean? yeah and it's just like like you said sometimes people do get carried away where they're like oh cancel this cancel that and look obviously cancel culture it it's beneficial and it's also has an equally side that's negative mm-hmm. and you have to there's like a gray area where you have to kind of navigate you know this culture now where it's it's like okay why are you seeing this as sexual? Is that maybe a reflection on you? I don't know. It's just like, um, because at the end of the day, that shouldn't be sexualized. It's it's dance, you know? It's dance. So like, see your videos and hopefully like this movie, you know? Like, they're just dance. And, 
you know, like the reviews are saying, it's a it's a play on that type of people. But um, yeah. Now, if this movie came out and it was straight up like all that bad stuff that they think it is, if it mm-hmm. came out the full two hours or nothing but that, I would be on board. Like this is wrong. Of course, yeah, yeah. of course. But and there that's are worse when... things out there than just what I'm getting from this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know you were explaining some like hardcore stuff uh, that are like out there that are way worse than what's going on with this movie. But um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, we want to just talk about that a little bit, and I guess we can kind of segue. You know, we're talking about cancel culture and this whole thing. Um, can we separate the art from the artist? I know it's a huge topic. I know it's something that will probably take a while, but you know, I guess I can start with you, Brian. Like, do you think you can separate the art from the artist? No, no, <laughs> not really. Okay. I mean, the art is that person, you know? Yeah. Their person, like, that's, I can't say personification Mm -hmm. of them, but it kind of is. Like, I guess we could talk about what happened recently with, like, Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Mm -hmm. So many people saying, I'm still going to listen to Tory Lanez. You know, yeah, that's that's it. That's like, okay, now you're separating the art from the artist, but still, I don't think you can separate that the art from the artist when that sort of shit happens. Yeah. So yeah, my short answer is no. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joey? Mine is yes to an extent. Like, to an extent, I'll okay. still listen to Kanye West. Because he might say some ridiculous okay. stuff, but I know I don't agree with what he says. But mm-hmm. it doesn't not make my beautiful dark twisted fantasy one of my favorite albums ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, if yeah. it comes out tomorrow that Kanye West beats the everlasting fuck out of Kim Kardashian, oh my god! Daily, then yeah, you know what I mean? Then yeah. we're gonna have to stop. Like mm-hmm. I remember when XXX and Tassian, when all that stuff came out about allegedly. He threatened to put a fire poker up to his significant other's vaginal opening. Oh my! Oh my God! And there were, and there were dossier, they dossiers, right? Like from the court yeah. where she is saying that under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. At that point, I had to be like, "Hey, like, I like a couple of your songs, man, but I ain't with that." That's kind of horrible, <laughs> man. I did not know that. And oh, that there's worse shit. I've always thought Tori Lanez was a trash. I always thought Tory Lane was a trash artist, so like, <laughs> it wasn't hard for you to give up. <laughs> it wasn't hard for you to like, oh uh, yeah, to kind of just but, like not listen to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's. I was already like, oh, your music's already bad, <laughs> but now I have a legitimate reason why. I guess not to listen to your features. <laughs> um, like, yeah, like d- domestic domestic violence, like, isn't okay mm-hmm. by any means, and. Like with him shooting Mega Stallion, regardless of it was the foot, yeah, like he shot at a woman, yeah, just because Christ. they were arguing, yeah. like, yeah, and like I said, like I don't listen to XXS anymore because mm-hmm. all that stuff was kind of he died an innocent person because he never got like convicted because he died yeah. before it could happen, but that's still like some tough shit to like act like it wasn't said, yeah, and then like. I don't listen to Chris Brown because ever since the Rihanna thing, like I never liked him after that. 
I could yeah. never get by. And I and everyone was like, she hit him too. Like, yeah, like she might have hit him, but he beat the hell out of her. Like, I didn't see pictures of his face <laughs> looking like hers. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. And I think for me, the short answer, I mean, look, I agree with both of y'all because there are certain situations where you literally cannot ignore what the artist has done. Yeah. Um, I guess it de- yeah it d- does depend on the situation. So like I guess I would change yeah. answer to just like it depends. That's like every situation, dude. Like it depends. Yeah. Like same thing with Joe, so like with Kanye. Like yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna like stop listening to Life of Pablo because of what he said yeah. on Twitter. Like, but I will stop listening. I never listen to Storylines. I think he's also trash. Yeah, I've like, never listened to Storylines either. All that stuff, Tentacion. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it does depend on the situation. Yeah, because like for one instance, if. Like, let's say someone's like, hey, are you going to watch a Woody Allen movie? Probably not, right? Because of, you know, what he's done. Or a Roman Polanski movie. Yeah, probably. I don't know, man. Like, it's it's pretty bad. Like, you probably wouldn't watch it. And it's like, yeah, but it's different. A, I won't watch the first Jeepers Creepers. The, the first the two, one. The first, and I think the second one, too. I don't know if it's made by the same guy. The director was, like, convicted of raping a four- 14-year-old girl on set in the first movie. That's horrible. Like an extra that was there. And then he fled to his native country so he can't be convicted. Mm -hmm. Like, he isn't allowed. Like, if he gets on American soil, like, he will be arrested if they find out. Yeah, and like, exactly. Very, like, this did happen. And, you know, so they're like, that's because I used to love that movie. I thought Justin Long was mm-hmm. awesome in it, and mm-hmm. then I found that out, and I was like, "Oh, like I really can't like support like support this." Yeah. Without kind of like feeling a little gross about yeah. it. And like, here's the thing too, like why there's a gray area because music is different because, like, let's say, you know, let's take this Kanye situation. If you don't want to support Kanye, then actively not supporting Kanye is not listening to his music, right? Not streaming him, not buying anything from him. But let's say you're in a... Because music is collaborative, but like, let's say you go on a, a film set, right? In a movie like, I don't know, say Baby Driver, right? Where there's like a hundred crew members and everything, and then you have Kevin Spacey in that movie. Um, where, you know, the awful stuff that he's been accused of and he's been convicted of, um, it's kind of like... Well, there's a lot of people who worked hard on this movie, and because of the actions of one person, it's like, to me, that's why I can't cancel a movie. I can cancel a certain actor or a certain actress yeah. or whatever. Or your, or like what Ridley Scott did with all the money in the world. Yeah, like that. Exactly. They, and they, it's they like, reshot all of that into a week. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I've seen that movie, and I remember I was like, how did they do this? I was like, I literally couldn't believe it. But it's so, like, that's why certain situations are like gray for me because say what you want about the usual suspects and not, no, not even the usual suspects because also Brian Singer is the same thing. But there are certain movies where you just can't, like, like House of Cards, for example. I love House of Cards. But guess who's the main star? Kevin Spacey. And it sucks. But it's like, David Fincher made the first couple episodes, and it's like, I'm a fan of David Fincher's, but now I can't enjoy it because of Kevin Spacey. It's like, I don't want them to have that power 
you know, like I want to enjoy my stuff. Yeah. You know, and not give them the power of like, full fuck, I can't watch anymore because it's dumbass Kevin Spacey, you know? Even though it's a great performance, you can say it's a great performance, but he's a trash of a human being, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. to me, there are certain situations where you can't separate it. Obviously, there are other situations where, let's say, a certain director and a certain writer and then a certain actor in a movie. And it's like, okay, well, I can't support that at all. Or if it's like the like the director, like... I will probably watch a Roman Polanski movie that came out in the past, but not something going forward. Like another new movie of his, like I probably won't support it. Yeah. Same with Woody Allen. Like if it already happened before, um, I'll probably watch it, but n- I will not support anything that new that comes out. You know that supports the box office for him. Yeah. Um, so I looked up the director from Jeepers Creepers, right, Victor Salva, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He didn't flee to his native country. That's more Roman Polanski's thing. Okay. Right? So it says, in 1988, Sal was convicted of sexual misconduct with one of Clown Houses, which was a movie he made in 89, mm-hmm. underage stars who was 12 years old at the time and videotaping one of the encounters. Oh Commercial videotapes and magazines contain child pornography are also found at his home. Sal was pleaded guilty to lewd and lavish conduct oral sex with a person under 14 and procuring a child for pornography wow he was only sentenced to three years in a state prison of which he served 15 months yeah bro like that's that's another conversation man because and then he made 10 more movies after that yeah man that's fucked that's completely fucked so he got to have a a long career long ass career and still profit off of That's, that's that's like another yeah that's another topic where the justice system is completely flawed and you know it benefits people who are rich benefits people who are a certain color benefits people who are a certain status bro kevin spacey's still out there making videos yeah, like is, being a weirdo like a weirdo menacing creep and it's well, like didn't like the guy that adam pascal right the one that accused him like took it back he was like, nah, like it didn't happen. Oh, he did he? But like Kevin Spacey kind of shot himself in the Yeah, I think so. Wow. Like he said, like he he I think he kind of was like, uh, I, I don't actually like remember like the entire night. Wow. Like maybe it didn't happen, but then Kevin Spacey kind of shot himself in the foot because he was like, I'm gay, guys. That's why I do this weird shit. And it's like, that's yeah, that's not why, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was so bad. I remember seeing it. It's like, yeah, but you know, I've done some weird stuff in the past, but look, I am I'm gay. I'm a gay man. It's like, no, that's not an out. No. Listen, guys, I'm gay. Even if even if he is gay, like that, that's no excuse. Yeah, bro. That's giving that's giving that's giving the LGBTQ community like a bad rep. Like, oh, because of because I'm LGBTQ, I do this kind of stuff. (laughs) Hey guys, I was high closeting my sexuality. I had to assault everybody. Bro, what? They didn't like. His like victims die or something. One of them did. I know it for sure. And right? he like made a video right after she died. Oh yeah, dude, that was creepy as fuck. He I don't was... know. I don't know if this is on the line of like conspiracy theory weirdo shit or this is just like what he actually did. Yeah. Let me let me look at that actor. He's in the movie yeah. Rent. His name is Adam Pascal. Pascal. Adam Pascal. Damn. They show rent a lot on Encore. 
showing me like the schedules. Uh, yeah, <laughs> personal life. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it's gonna make me look up Kevin Spacey. Yeah, but like, like I was saying, like certain situations, like you, you it's uncalled for. Like I probably won't see, like if a director hires Kevin Spacey now, then I'm judging the director or I'm judging the casting director. I'm casting the movie or judging the movie. I'm like, okay. Probably shouldn't watch this because they're casting Kevin Spacey, or if they're casting a problematic person, you know, that's when it's like, all right, well, you know the repercussions, you know why? It was Anthony Rapp that he uh, assaulted. Anthony Rapp. Yeah, while appearing intoxicated, Kevin Spacey made sexual advances toward him in 1986. Damn. When Rapp was 14. Hang on, quick. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's that's the thing that I'm, I'm more, not interested, but it's like it's a it's a more uh, it's a bigger discussion when we talk about separating the art from the artist. Because I get it though, I get it. If you don't want to watch a movie or listen to a song anymore because of a certain artist, like I totally get that. Like that's that's your call, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's more of like individuality, where it's like, all right, it could be because of this or it could be because of that but this is what i feel comfortable with and it's like okay that's up to you you know but if if you, someone is like actively supporting a, a, a predator or actively supporting an abuser like then it's like okay maybe don't do that sir or ma'am like person stop doing that um because there are some fucked up people on this world and I do des- I do believe that a lot of them deserve to be canceled. Like Harvey Weinstein, piece of shit, deserves to be canceled. So Yeah, I guess like the word canceled can just be another word for go to prison for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like he deserves to be in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, I should stop saying they deserve to be canceled. No, they deserve to go to prison. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just canceled is a lot of things now, dude. It's yeah. like they got Brother Nature making a long Twitter response. Oh yeah, dude! <laughs> like quoting all the future lyrics and when he was thirteen, bro, I was doing that. I was that. I yeah. was fucking doing that, man. I was thirteen years old. I'm. I think what yeah, the dude. Fuck? Here's the thing with 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 culture like this that's happening. Like, I don't know if look maybe it's just other people who have who have been good the entire lives and never done anything. I mean, they they could probably talk. But it's like, you know, we've all made mistakes. We're all young kids. We don't know. You know, we've done certain things that we're probably not proud of. And we've grown from that. And it kind of, we should be able to talk about our past mistakes sometimes if we've grown. Yeah. And and just be like, yeah, no, like I, I was an asshole as a kid. Or I've said this thing as a kid. I literally do not believe that now. I am actively fighting against what I what I said, what I did. That's that's one thing, but you know, when when you get canceled for saying it's something when you group those things two things together where it's like Harvey Weinstein is a fucking weirdo who yeah. sexual assaults people and then you have Brother Nature who uh made a Tyler Creator lyric or quoted yeah. it on Twitter back in twenty eleven or something like that, dude. When you compare those two things. It's like not not the same, dude. Yeah. I've never like, seen that. Like, yeah. Come on. And so, I've heard Bernie could snuff the hell out too. Oh, dude, 
Dude, oh, yeah. I remember he got beat up. I remember that shit. Oh, man. I would have I would have loved it if a deer like jumped through the window to defend him. <laughs> like <laughs> like if the like if nature just like knew he was in trouble. <laughs> the deer's like the what was the what was the canela? That was like mm-hmm. the canela just came in and swooped in like to save him. Like a giant dove just breaks yeah. through the glass. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. And um but yeah, I think that that could be like a good wrap up because I think we all deserve to to change and to better ourselves and that's why i think you know separating the art from the artist is is is, is a very gray area it's not just black and white yeah um, i think if you make mistakes young you deserve your chance to show that you're you change yeah, yeah. like and mark Wahlberg. mark Wahlberg's my perfect example that man's committed hate crimes when he was 15 <laughs> dude he has committed the worst crimes when he was 15 bro like he was like in a is, gang yeah but you know what? I'm assuming he found God. I haven't heard anything bad about him after he was like in his 30s. I can't think of a crazy thing that he's done. Wasn't he in Transformers? That's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty bad. But he's cracking a Bud Light in the middle of the street. That's a bad thing. That's got biceps. Yeah. Um, they killed Kelsey Grammer in that movie. As casually as you like it to happen. Damn, bro. <laughs> but like, I feel like there was also another conversation where people with certain skin color get passes that other people don't. Um, oh, it happens all the time. All the time. And um, it, it happens, and it happens where you you pick on a certain person who has darker yeah. skin color. You did this, you know, yeah. more than you do your favorite white pop star. You yeah, know, it happens every and, day. Happens every day. Prejudice is alive and well, and that's what we all gotta, you know, support one another and call out shit. Because you call out shit, tell them to stop doing that certain stuff. Whether stop that, like, please stop doing bad shit. Um, but it's like I said, it's it's a more of a discussion that I wanted to have with y'all. But it's a more of a gray, uh, conversation, not a black and white one. Um, yeah. I just thought it would be interesting to talk about since you know we just talked about um, the cuties movie. I thought it was like a a thing to bring up, but um, yeah. now uh, we can talk about some music. I know we haven't done music recommendations in a while. Um, we should do more of this because you know I love when you guys put me on to new stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what have you guys been listening to recently? Um, Joe, you start. Recently, <laughs> the most recent album that I've been listening to, and I bought it on vinyl the other day, is Glass Animals Dreamland. You ever heard of that band? I like it. I have I've heard, I've heard the band. I haven't heard their music, though. Yeah, so their third album came out called Dreamland, and it is a pretty good album. I heard it the first day I heard it. I loved it. The next day, I went out and bought it on vinyl. Nice. Uh, I saw you make like a vinyl haul. The other day like you you went to i forgot where it was but you got a whole bunch of vinyl oh yeah dude i have like on my wall right now i have i think 30 something on the Ooh, wall. wow that's so and dope then I have, and then i have a box that has like 50 more in there that's Damn. fire that is fire what about you brian I also started listening to neutral milk hotel they were a pretentious indie folk band from like the 90s. i saw you make the tweet i thought it was funny wait what was it neutral what neutral milk hotel neutral milk hotel 
yeah, they have an album called The Aerial Plane Over the Sea, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is literally, the album lyrics are actually about Anne Frank. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. If you see the album cover, Francisco, you, you'll recognize it. It's kind yeah. of like a meme, right? It's been meme to death, yeah. 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 Let's see, Neutral, Milk Hotel. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, you see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Where they make yeah. a dab, where they just put like a. Face <laughs> <on>. <laughs> oh my god, that's sick. And you, you thought yeah. it was really good? No, that's a good album. That's an old album. It's like from the nineties, nineteen ninety eight. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, see it. it is. It's super good though. Mm-hmm. I found it on vinyl and bought it because it's a good album. And Frank, my god, that is dope though. I'm gonna have to give it a listen. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Brian? Dude, I suck at listening to new music, man. Yeah, what about, like, like, just stuff? What are you listening to right now? It's so, yeah, that's all. I just listen to old music. Like, I just, okay, so, um, I've been really getting into Elliot Smith. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, uh, singer-songwriter, amazing guitarist. Um, he's... I I think we were just gonna talk about this a few days ago. Uh, yeah, we, we talked did. about Phoebe Bridges because um, yeah. Francisco showed me Kyoto and I really love that song. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard talks of her album and I've heard people say like she's this generation's Elliot Smith. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that you means. Um, maybe she's good, right? So I want to listen to her album, but I've just been listening to like. Elliot Smith. A lot of Elliot Smith uh, albums. He's yeah. great. He's he's up there for me and like top artists I ever listened to. He's you listen to good. more. Listen to either I'm... or. It's one of my favorite albums. It's yeah. I've listened to Between the Bars on either more. Like I listen to that song a lot. Yeah, he has what? What's that one movie where all of his songs are on Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, it's Goodwill Hunting. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of like. Um, the whole soundtrack is by uh, Elliot Smith, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, and a lot of those songs are on either or. It's an amazing album. I know um, Yeah, dude. It's great. Um, my favorite song off that album, Rose Parade, uh, Angelus. I think Angelus is in the movie. Between the Bars is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Elliot is in the movie. Yeah, it's a great album. I've been listening to... So, yeah, I'll just go back and like listen to... The same music. Like I listen to Ellie Smith, then I'll listen to Immunity by Claro because Claro's I dope. I fucking love that album, dude. Dude, Claro is so dope. And then I listened. Then I started listening to Punisher, but I just didn't finish it. I remember it was like getting late and I need yeah. to finish it. Yeah, I love Punisher. Um I remember listening to it. And yeah, I read some interviews and yeah. The, I think the song Punisher off that album is like about her being such a big Elliot Smith fan that like she would be punishing to him. Like, or she called those types of fans punishers mm-hmm. because, because of the fact that how obsessed and how like even the cadences, like they kind of copy. And so uh, I thought it was really cool. So I listened to the whole, whole album. I love Punisher. I love Phoebe Bridgers. Um, I've also listened to the new Rina Sawayama album. I know you guys have been like raving about her mm-hmm. for the longest time. And I finally was like, oh, I, let me listen to this. And she is so dope. 
She's great, I, man. I didn't realize how dope she was. Good like, album. Dude, it's such a good album. I was listening to it on the on the car ride when I was picking up my sister from work. And it went from, I think it went from like excess to like uh shut the fuck up, STFU. And she was like, What the hell are you listening to? Because like she was grooving to excess and I was grooving too. And then like the hard ass fucking shut the fuck up song comes on. Dude, it is so good. Oh man, dude. And then Brian's like put me on some other stuff of her. Yeah. Really you should listen to her EP came out 2019, I think. Yeah, I listened to like the two songs that you recommended to me, and they're really good. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of SZA. I I didn't really listen to Control when it came out. Um, so I my my girlfriend put me on, and I literally haven't stopped listening to SZA since. She has then. a new album coming out. I I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Um. I'm excited because I'm excited I, too, yeah. I love to do the whole album is so fire. Um, I'm obsessed with Supermodel, the song Supermodel, probably my favorite mm-hmm. on that album. The one with Kendrick, the Doves in the Wind song. Oh yeah, I like that one. Um, I've been uh, listening to a lot of Taylor Swift. I think I tweeted this out if you follow me on Twitter, but Seven is my favorite song off that album. Um, even though a lot of people. Don't really talk about it that much. They talk about like Exile with Bonnie Bear and and like Cardigan, which is really good songs. But I think Seven is my favorite. Um, Taylor Swift made a really good fucking album. Um, and and yeah, listening to um, I think that's it. Like with new artists or not new artists, but just stuff that I've been listening to a lot. Um. But yeah, so I mean, I need all the recommendations I can get because, you know, sometimes your playlist gets stale, so you need you need new stuff to listen to. But um, yeah, dude. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up? I know we've been going for a while. I have one last question. Let's hear it. What do you guys think of WAP? Oh, very <laughs> interesting. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I. Uh, it's mostly a joke. I was just joking. We don't have to talk about it because. I will say this one thing though, the, the Ben Shapiro shit. Yeah. Where he listens to WAP and. By accident. <laughs> dude, he is. I think I mentioned this to Brian. We were talking about this. How, you know, we obviously are not conservative. We are not right wing at all. Um. But they make the best content. They do make the best content. They're funny. They are the funniest people on the planet. Um, ben Shapiro is so funny. And he doesn't mean to be. And it's it's like sometimes they the content just arrives perfectly like in front of you. It's because he's just a doofus. Like Yeah, and you don't know that it's it's like good content until you watch it. And it's like, man, if 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 this doesn't make you laugh, it's just like I don't know, man. This maybe we have different comedy senses, but dude, I was laughing so hard. And he was like just going on a rant about WAP. And he, he was reading the lyrics and with his nasally voice, man. It's like like my voice is pretty annoying, but you can tell Ben Shapiro's voice from a mile away. And then him reading the lyrics. 
P word, uh, P word, uh, P word. Uh, what ass P word? <laughs> all the memes are just great whenever they come out. Yeah. Ben Shapiro, man. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up because my girlfriend plays it all the time. And look, it's pretty fucking groovy. <laughs> no, it is. It's great. It's a great fucking song. It's a great song. And I, I remember just watching clips of it on Twitter, like the YouTube clips. And then I listened to the entire song with my girlfriend. And I was like, holy shit, bro. These are some bars. Yeah. <laughs> These are some fucking bars. Oh, yeah. Uh, even though, you know, I wouldn't bang it all the time. But whenever my girlfriend, I'm headbutting it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Going at it. Uh, what, what Do you like it, Joey? Do you not I think like it's a good it? song. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with it. Everyone want to make a big deal out of it. You know, yeah, what do you like, think of the reception? There's worse That's, songs yeah. out there. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, the reception is crazy. People I've seen my a lot of people on Twitter. Being in Laffy Taffy whenever we were in fifth grade. Yeah. Bro. Dude, we were singing Lollipop, dude. We were singing all this stuff. Lollipop. Like, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember, I had the first CD I ever bought was uh, The Massacre by 50 Cent. And the only reason I bought that was because I really like candy shop. Dude, take it to the candy. I got in trouble in kindergarten. Holy I remember literally in I was in kindergarten, by the way. My parents let me buy the massacre by 50 cents. Your parents are cool, man. I next day at kindergarten, dude. We were talking about some wild shit about candy shop, and the <laughs> teacher was like, Brian, you got to stay after school. I need to talk to you. And I was like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> Listen to the candy shop. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? WAP is fine, bro. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, I think just, like, the thing that really does bother me is the reception where people are like, oh, these are someone's daughters. Well, I was like, what, bro? Shut the fuck up, bro. Listen to, go listen to something else, man. Like, honestly, if you got to start saying stuff like that, like, dude, I have a yeah. daughter. I don't want to listen to <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. Oh, that's like, awesome. Come on, man. That's but freaking awesome. Other than that, bro, WAP is dope as fuck. Um, Megan D. Stallion, I saw this tweet where she was like, all she needs is a Rihanna feature, and she'll have all the Infinity Stones. I saw that. Oh, where like, Yeah, she's like, she has a Beyonce feature. Cardi feature, um, she has what other features she have? She has a Minaj feature. All she needs is a Rihanna feature, man. Mm-hmm. She's taking over the game. Oh yeah, and, Stub from Houston too. Yeah, from H Town, and so a lot of respect for Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not gonna lie, she would body a lot of these rappers that are going on right now. Fuck yeah, straight up, she would body oh, yeah. them. And uh, but yeah, that I think that concludes today's podcast. I know it was a lengthy one. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, we're very excited about the DC stuff. And, you know, we talked about some controversial stuff, too. So, um, again, if you guys want to follow us on the social media, you can reach us at Think Movie Show on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at uh, on Twitter at Frank Lopez underscore 14. And um, on Instagram, I think at Cisco Lopez 14. Um, where can the people find you, Brian? They can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Bride Prado. Uh, yeah, that's it. What about you, Joey? You can find me on Twitter at LordJoey615. 615. And again, we are on iTunes. So if you guys want to drop a five-star rating for us, look for us and do that. We are the same name at you know Think Movie Show um, on iTunes. We're still on Spotify. If you're hearing this, 
on Spotify. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, we love you guys. Send us in some more questions. Uh, send in some recommendations. We love talking to the fans. We love hearing your feedback of certain films that we do. Uh, we're going to uh, go back to talking about films as well. Uh, we haven't forgotten about that. We There's a lot of news going on, so we decided to jump on that uh, on that train. But uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Um, Later, guys. Peace out.